Um, so true colors. Uh, we want to paint you a picture of what's going on inside of our student ministry. And that means what are we doing, why are we doing it, and how is it affecting people? And, and the reason we went with True Colors, the reason we called today that, is because I think a lot of times when someone hears student ministry or hears youth group, um, especially if you've grew up in the church, you have this preconceived notion of kind of what it is, you know? And, and I don't think we just did anything that would go ahead and disprove that um, with Hans and Franz and, um, and what's about to happen next. But uh, the thing about that is, um, and I, I understand that. So many people think it's like it's, it's a daycare. You know, you drop your kids off there. You know, it's kind of like taking them to, the, to soccer practice. Like, this is going to be good for them. You just kind of make it a part of their life. Or they just show up and they have fun and, and maybe they don't learn anything or maybe they learn a little. Um, but, but for us, every single thing we do with our students and every single thing we do in our student ministry is so intentional. And it's so thought through, and we, we put our heart and our time and our energy into creating programs um, and, and places for students to come and connect with God. And that's what today is about. And we just want to give you guys an inside look at, at what that is and, and why, why are some of those reasons that we do some of the silly things that we do. What are some of the other things we do? And we just want to share with you because it honestly, like, I hope when you guys leave today that you're encouraged. That because of what we do as students, you're encouraged in your own relationship with God. Or because of why we do some of the things that you view God a little differently. And that you see some of the life change going on in students and families in our church and that you're encouraged. And that you start to see students in our student ministry in our church a little bit different. And so uh, myself and then uh, Bryce and Kaylee, they're on our student ministry team. We're all going to share just a, a little bit with you, different pieces. And so the first piece that I want to talk about today is fun. I want to talk about fun. And we spend so much time and energy making sure students show up and have fun. So we spend a lot of time and energy doing stuff like that, coming up with fun games, um, trying to figure out a way for students to come and have an amazing time. And, and can, I, can, can I tell you, like, doing these games and even there, you guys sitting there, like, hearing people laugh, like, watching you guys smile during that, like, it makes me happy. Like, it's fun to watch other people be happy. And one of our biggest events every year is this thing called the Color War. There might have been a, a small shot of it in there where people throw colored paint at each other. They do all, do all kinds of 5Ks. And we do a, a huge one at the end of every year. This was our second year doing it, our third year. We have such an amazing turnout. And, and it's one of our biggest events of the year. We had, we had over 100 middle schoolers there um, for this one this year. And most of them have never been to our church. Friends bring them. Some of them are just, you know, they're in and out. Um, and, and it's a lot of energy because we feed them hot dogs because when you want to feed 100 kids, hot dogs is the cheapest way to do that. Um, and, and we feed them, and we have all, I mean, gallons of this paint, and we have to go and, like, portion it out, and it's messy. It destroys our parking lot. It takes weeks of planning and coordinating, tons of different volunteers to make sure that it goes well and that it's safe. But can I tell you, the look on students' faces during that 10-second countdown when all the energy is building, right before they take that first handful of powder and throw it right in their best friend's face, is the look of excitement and then the excitement in their eyes as they're running around in 10 minutes of chaos. I wish you guys could see it. It is pure joy. And that's what we do. We create these moments for students. Students have really stressful lives, and we forget that. We forget 
um, what it's like to be a middle school student or a high school student, all the pressures with, with family and, and with friends and just in the world that we live in to, to fit in and to belong. And it can be so difficult to navigate that. I mean, you should talk to these students during exams and finals. It's like their life is going to end because they think if they get a B minus, they're not going to get to go to the school that they want to go to, and then they're not going to get the job that they want to get, and then they're not going to, you know, then they're going to be homeless. I mean, it's like the mindset that they have. And so students' lives are stressful, and we want, we want to create a place um, where students can come and relax and enjoy life and have fun. You know, uh, at Boom, our middle school events, um, almost 40% of the students who weekly attend don't go to our church or church anywhere else on a regular basis. They got invited by a friend and they kept coming back. Why? Not because the, the guys like to sit around in a small group and talk about their feelings. It's because they had fun and they keep coming back. And we've created this thing that it's, it's different than what they experience other places. And, and that's an amazing thing to create this attractional ministry, but that's not even like the half of it. You see, the other part of it is that fun represents who God is. It's so easy to picture God as this like robot, this like stiff guy in heaven who's, who's not funny and doesn't have a sense of humor and who doesn't laugh and smile. And we believe that the Bible teaches us that that couldn't be further from the truth. That God is this amazing, amazingly emotional guy, thing, God, and that he laughs and he has emotions and he feels things. And sometimes we do a really good job of expressing the wrath and the anger of God and the judgment of God. And, and we don't do a good enough job of helping people see the joy of God and the joy of that relationship with God. And so we, we create fun to help students understand that God and a relationship with him can be fun and engaging and joyful and that it should be. And we want to represent that to these students. Um, I've been leading a, a small group of boys. Um, I started with them in sixth grade. They're going to be juniors this year. Matthew's one of them who led worship up here. And, and can I tell you that some of the funniest moments of my lives are listening to middle school and high school students, boys specifically, talk about how they view life. The things, and it's like, it's the types of things they say, and it's like, you don't know whether or not to laugh at it because it's so inappropriate, but it's the, the most witty, humorous thing that you've heard in weeks. And, and you sit around, because boys aren't really good about talking about their feelings. Um, guys in general aren't, um, especially in a circle. Um, and it's a lot easier for those students to talk about farting and girls and um, whatever else they feel like talking about. But over the years, I've seen these relationships build. And this past year, we had a guy in our small group, um, a student who went through a really hard breakup. And he came, uh, he came to our small group, and in this moment of vulnerability, he kind of he shared with the rest of the guys in our group, you know, just kind of how heartbroken we were. And this is, was in the middle of a series about relationships. And uh, without skipping a beat, the jokes started being cracked. Talk about a moment of sensitivity. But it wasn't laughing at him. It was laughing at guys in general. It was laughing about how difficult relationships are and how easy it is to screw them up. Mess them up. I don't think I'm allowed to say that on stage. Um, how easy it is to mess them up. And how, how just stupid we are as guys sometimes. And how we focus on all the wrong things. And um, in this moment of like pain, we were able to find this moment of joy. And we were able to ease his heartache with laughter. The Bible says that laughter is a good medicine. And medicine is taken when you're sick, not when you're healthy. 
And so laughter becomes this thing that teaches students how to interact with God, and it eases the pain. And, and students are learning that in the midst of pain, in the midst of undesirable circumstances, that they can find joy in a relationship with God, that they can find laughter in a relationship with God. And that is why we believe in fun. And that's why we will always put time and energy and money into making sure students have fun. Fun is a true color of our student ministry. Students' lives are stressful, and students don't understand how joyful a relationship with God can be, and that's why we do that. My name is Kaylee Whipple, and I'm the kids director and on the student team here at 514. And there's our students over there. They look great. Awesome, guys. And I have been leading a high school girls group for six years now, some of which those girls I had when they were in sixth grade and going to boom. And uh, they are amazing. Some of them are sitting over there. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. And uh, one thing that I've learned about working with high schoolers is that they love texting, like all the time texting. On Thursday morning, I woke up to check my phone like I normally do, and I had 257 text messages, all from our group chat, which I do have on Do Not Disturb or else I'd be getting text messages constantly. But that is a pretty daily occurrence. I get that. I get about 100 to 200 to 300 text messages a day. And I wouldn't complain because they're awesome. But sometimes, guys, we get text messages that burden us. Bryce, Ryan, myself, all of our small group leaders, we get those text messages that hurt us. Some that contain uh, problems at school, problems with their family, addictions, problems with anything and everything, and sometimes even suicidal thoughts. And that is something we do not want to see ever. And in such a dark, dark world, it's so hard to find those relationships. And at 514, we firmly, firmly believe in God-centered relationships. C.S. Lewis said that a firm friendship is built on sharing the same truth. And at 514, we firmly believe in the fact that we need God and we need each other. And most importantly, we need everybody. And at 514, on high school night and at Boom, we try to help those students build those relationships constantly. We're there for them, and we want them to be able to find those friends. In the fall, I was able to sit in on one of the eighth grade girls small groups, and they are a very lively bunch. There's never a dull moment. Nikki and Aubrey out there, they know they're their small group leaders. But I was able to sit in on one of those small groups, and we were talking about the We Can't series. And a question came up where, it said, how has boom affected you? How has it affected your life? And one of the girls was straight, she just raised up her hand. She's like, I want to answer. I know what it is. And she said that it has changed the middle school. And Nikki and I were like, well, how? How has it changed the middle school? And she said, it's changed for the better. She can walk down the halls and see somebody she knows. They'll wave to her, smile at her. And she just knows that she's going to be okay. And she knows that there's not going to be all this tension everywhere. She said that there's so many different groups of kids that go to Boom now. She knows it's going to be okay. And she knows she can walk down that hallway and smile or wave at somebody and be all right. And this is the same stuff that's going on in our high school ministry too. Like I said, I've been a small group leader for six years. I've seen it all. And uh, one of the girls that has been coming around more recently has been here for a few months. And... She actually found 514 through Instagram. She was just on there and kept seeing 514 church, high school night, and decided 
to direct message this girl and say, where do you go? I, I need to know this stuff. And I'm going to read a letter that she sent me that has a little bit about to do with that, and it's pretty awesome. She was the reason I found out about 514 Church in the first place. When I messaged her asking her about a church, she did not even have to reply to me. I was a complete stranger to her, but she took the time out of her day and told me about this church and helped me get started here. She has become one of my best friends, and our friendship has grown so much these past few months. She goes to show, this goes to show one person can totally affect someone's life just by sharing. She is there for me when my fam, with my family struggles and battles with my faith. I would do the same for her, and I love her with all my heart. Just because this student decided to respond back to this direct message, this is what has happened with this student. And she's actually sitting over there right now, and she has been by my side this entire time. She comes every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. and leads with our kids and helps put all the rooms together. And I don't know what I'd do without her, and that's because of a simple, simple friendship. And she actually goes on to say a little bit about her small group as well. When I first came to high school night, I honestly was not expecting everyone to welcome me in the way they did. My small group has become one of the most empowering, faith-driven, supportive group of girls ever. Being friends with them has made me more of a people person with my everyday life, and I've become more positive in general. I've been loving life recently, and a big reason is because of these girls. This goes to show that friendships go so far. And I was thinking, what would Jesus and his disciples' group chat look like if they would have had phones, of course. But I was wondering what they would have talked about, and I'm sure it would have been very similar to this. I'm sure Jesus chuckled. I'm sure he laughed. I'm sure he cried. And I'm positive he probably had like 10,000 to like a million text messages. So next time I open up my phone and I see almost 300 text messages, I'm not going to care. I'm going to love it. I'm going to do whatever I can to help them and to be there for them. And if they want coffee at the Roosevelt or Starbucks, I'm going to do it because I want to be there and do whatever I can. A true color of our student ministry is friendships are hard, and we want to do whatever we can to help those. Hey guys, my name is Bryce, and I'm on the student team here at 514 Church, and today we're talking to you guys uh, about true colors. Just to give you guys a little Snapchat, a little glimpse of what uh, student life and student ministry is really all about. Uh, and I'm going to talk about faith. And you guys might not know this, but the, the life of a student is messy. The life of a student is messy, and you guys might be thinking, well, I was a student before. I know what they're going through, and it's really, frankly, it's not that bad. Uh, that's honestly what me, Kaylee, and Ryan thought at one point, um, until we decided to poll our middle schoolers and high schoolers at Boom and High School Night, um, and the answers we got actually painted a really messy picture. Um, of course, we, we were reaffirmed by some of our uh, um, previous thoughts. Of course, students are still balancing schoolwork and, uh, and trying to get the good grades so they get into a good college. Uh, and they're trying to figure out how to figure out those dating relationships, how to keep a social life, ultimately trying to figure out what they want to do with their life. Um, but some of the answers we got uh, really broke our hearts. Uh, we found out that there are students, not just in our community, but students here in our church some that are sitting in here today that battle depression, that, that deal with anxiety and panic attacks, uh, students that don't feel like they fit in anywhere and they feel lonely and all alone and that no one really cares about them. We have students that are battling self-image problems and eating disorders. 
Uh, we also have students that turn to self-harm, and we have students that actually think about taking their own lives. And here at 514 Church in our student ministry, we, we make room for the unique mess and the unique story of each and every student. Uh, and there's a student that came to our church um, a couple months ago. And on the outside, he looked like your typical New Albany student. He looked like he had it all together, like he was confident and like he, that he wanted to be there and it was going to be fun. But his mess would paint a different story. You see, this student was actually getting bullied. Uh, he didn't have a lot of friends and he felt all alone. Um, and he was, had been recently diagnosed with a stomach illness that actually caused gut-wrenching pain. Pain that would cause him to be bedridden. And uh, he actually said he missed over 100 days of school in one school year. And so he was neck deep in a mess. And he felt like his life was a little too messy for people to care about him. And so he started asking questions. God, if you're real, why would you let this happen to me? Why would you let this happen? Do you, do you even exist? And he felt like he was drowning in this mess. And he got to the point where he turned to self-harm and felt like the only way to get out was to give up. And he felt like he had to take his own life. And so he started marinating on that idea. And that's why we as a student ministry exist. We exist to meet students where they are right in the middle of their mess and to tell them that they are loved and that there's a plan for their life by a God who died to know them. A God that died to have a relationship with them because he loves them. We exist to relay that message to students and to do whatever we can to get students in front of Jesus Christ. And throughout the Bible, we see story upon story of people that have messy lives and how God meets them right in the middle of their mess and through a miracle changes their lives forever. In the book of Mark, Jesus comes to Capernaum and everyone hears about it. Everyone's so excited. They want to get out there and meet him because they know who Jesus is. They know that he can do miracles and that he can meet them in their mess and change their lives. And we see this paralyzed man who is living, living in his mess. And a couple, of his, a couple of his friends get together and they start thinking, man, we got to do whatever we can to get our friend and his mess in front of Jesus. And so they put their friend on a stretcher and they start trying to battle through this crowd to get to Jesus and after a while, they realize that there's no way they're getting through. And so they have to get inventive. So they somehow get to the building where Jesus is, and they actually raise this stretcher up and this paralyzed man onto the roof. They start moving away tiles, and they actually dig a hole through the roof and literally lower their friend right in front of Jesus. And the scripture goes on to say that Jesus not only healed this man and that this man picked up his mat and literally walked away, but it also says that Jesus forgave him of his sins. The mess of this man, this paralyzed man, was met by the miracle that is Jesus Christ and he literally, literally walked away from an encounter and his life was changed. And we believe that that's why we are here. Our student ministry is, our student ministry is where the mess meets the miracle, where a student can come in with their mess and their baggage and their burdens and their questions and we're gonna love on them no matter what. And we're going to tell them that no matter how they believe or what they believe or how they behave, no matter where they've been or what they're going through or what they're going to go through tomorrow, that they belong in our student ministry and that Jesus has the power to change their life. Our student ministry is where the mess of a student can be the miracle that is Jesus Christ. And so that student that thought about taking his own life, uh, he came to our church and then he came to high school night on Thursdays. 
and we did whatever we could to get him in front of Jesus. He came, and he had fun. He, he saw the, the kooky, crazy games that we do, and he didn't run away. He actually stayed, which is surprising. And, and we got him connected to peers that wanted to care for him and love on him. We got him connected to small group leaders who wanted him there and wanted to pour into him. And we, ta- we used teaching of simple truths that God has a plan for this student and that he is loved. And the student decided to come back. And he came back again and again and again. And every single time that he came back, we did whatever we could to get him in front of Jesus. And that's not to say his mess didn't go away. I mean, his life was still messy. But we did whatever we could to get that mess in front of the miracle that is Jesus. And one day after a message, um, we gave students an opportunity to uh, decide on their own to believe that Jesus is God and that he died for their sins. And afterward, we had, a, we had an opportunity for these students to stand up to, to show people that they decided to make that decision. And this student, his name is Robert, and he's actually here today. He decided on that day that no matter how messy it seemed like his life was or his life would ever be, that Jesus died for him and forgave him of his sins. Guys, that's exciting. That's so exciting. That is why we exist. The student who was neck deep in a mess was met by the miracle of Jesus. And this student is now, he, he volunteers in the kids section every morning. He's teaching your kids that they're loved, no matter what, that they're loved. And he actually decided to switch colleges. He was gonna go up to Northern Ohio to Kent and decided to stay in the area at OSU Newark so he could continue to love on this community and love on your kids and your students to teach them that God loves them so much and God wants to have a relationship with your students. Guys, that is why we exist. And so a true color of our student ministry is that, yeah, the life of a student is messy. The life of a student is messy. And we believe with all our hearts that we have to do whatever we can to get your students and any student in this community in front of Jesus. Because our student ministry doesn't save students. Jesus does. And so it's our job to carry the stretcher. All right, guys, I got, we got one more thing we want to share with you, and it's about families. A true color of our student ministry is families. And when Joel started this church, it was his heart that we would have the type of church that students would love it and fall in love with it so much that they would bring their parents with them to church instead of what we see all the time of parents taking their children. And we've seen that over and over and over again in our student ministry a couple years ago, uh, we, uh, a friend who we were getting ready to go to camp, and one of the students going to camp said, I have a friend, and uh, they can't afford to go to camp, uh, and they've never even been to our church, but I really think they should go. I want her to go and experience this thing. And uh, we have scholarship program for students and um, families in financial need who want to do that stuff, but they can't. And, and so we offered this student, who I've never met in my life, didn't, never seen uh, we offered the student a full scholarship so that they could go to camp. And the student went to camp, and they had such an amazing um, experience and life-changing experience there. And they came back, and they started coming to our church. And that was two years ago. And that student's family is here every single Sunday. Because that student had an experience. The entire family was changed. The entire family was affected. And our student ministry is so much bigger than just students. It's about families being changed together. 
And the amazing thing about that model and, and how that works is it, is it goes the other way too. We have parents that come and, and fall in love with this church and they bring their kids and then their kids' lives are changed as well. It's a church for the entire family. It's, uh, it's, it's special, you know. That's just one, one family uh, that's part of this church that's been affected, that's been changed. You know, I watched that video and it just makes me think like, we're never really going to understand until we get to heaven the impact of what happens when we decide to be intentional for Christ. When you have this burden in your heart that says, I've experienced something and other people need to experience this. And you begin to live that out. You know, our student ministry isn't just about students. It's about entire families. It's about students bringing their parents. It's about parents bringing their students. It's about, it's about people like the Romeros who have triplets back and kids. And they're going to be a part of our student ministry one day. Everybody in here is a part of our student ministry. And it's not this thing that lives in a bubble. And, and, and it's parents that are affected by it, that, that, that go and affect their neighbors. It's students that go and affect other students. It's so much bigger than just Tuesday nights and Thursday nights with students. It's about families being changed, and that's what we believe in. We believe that, that every single person needs to have this experience with Jesus Christ because he loved them, he loves you, and he died for you. And our job is to help students do that so they can change their heart. And we know that if it changes their heart, it's going to change the hearts around them because that's who Christ is, and that's the way he works, as he works through us. You guys, thank you so much uh, just for the opportunity to stand in front of you and share with you what is going on inside of our student ministry. I can say with conviction that I believe that every single student in this community and in any community should be a part of a program like this. And if they don't, then they're going to miss out. They're going to miss out on the things that God has for them if they're not around other people and other students who are moving in that direction. And students will live entire lives separated from the only thing that God has for them, which is himself. And that's what's happening here. And so if you're a student, like, be a part of this thing. Show up. Maybe, maybe it's awkward or weird, but just come. If you're a parent, do anything you can to get your kids to be a part of what's going on. Because they will latch on eventually, and it'll change their life. There's so many other people here who, who support it in different ways that sponsor students for camp. There's the small group leaders that are in this room and part of our church that impact students, that impact children, those students that are going to be a part of our ministry eventually. I believe every single student in Columbus should be a part of this thing. So thank you um, for supporting our ministry. Thank you for supporting this. And it's changing people's lives. It's changing families and it's changing students. Let me go ahead and take a second and pray for us. God, you are, you are so much bigger than what we realize. And your plan for our lives, God, I just pray that we can get a glimpse of it. A glimpse of the plan that you have for our lives and that we could move towards that, God. That every student in this community would see a glimpse of your love, a glimpse of your plan. And that the people in this room, that our student ministry and that everybody here, that all the families that are part of our church could change the tide of culture, could change the tide of students and what they're chasing after, God. Because when we get to the end, we don't want to find out that we spent our whole lives chasing after the wrong things. And I pray that you'd use our church, 
and the people here to continue to do that in the way that you've already done it. Thank you so much for the opportunity to impact students, God. We love you. Amen. Thank you.